Hey superstars, it's Nellie Thomas here, comedian, author, broadcaster and one half of the huge smash hit podcast, The Single Life of Us. Now that we've wrapped up Single Life, I'm coming to you with my new podcast, Dear Nellie, Sex, Relationships and Dating from the Other Side of 40. Each week I'm going to be joined by a very special guest co-host from my coven of friends and comedians and you can ask us anything. How do I start dating again after divorce? Should I start dating again? What's a dick pic? What the fuck is parallel parenting? When do you know it's time to leave? What does bareback mean? Anything dolls, we'll give it a go. Your questions answered by me and a special guest who's 40 plus. So many people think of middle age as something to dread. What a load of bullshit. I reckon this is when you really come into your own. So send us your questions, comments and dilemmas. Go to NellieThomas.com and follow the links. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcast. First episode's out in January 2023. See us then, icons. Can't bloody wait. Hi everyone, you are listening to our new podcast, The Single Life of Us, with me, Nellie Thomas, and me, Kate Mulholland. This podcast is recorded in the pod bar, and it is recorded on Wurundjeri land. And we would like to pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging, and we would like to acknowledge the original tellers of stories in this country of ours. It's a long tradition, 60,000 years. We would also like to let you know that there could be some language. There could be. There will be. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there'll be some swearing. I mean, less than the swearing, which probably doesn't matter so much for children, there may be talk that you don't want the children to hear. Oh, there's 100% talk you don't want the children to hear. And if you're offended by swearing, you really should fuck off now. Yeah, yeah, you've got to go. Off your fucks. (laughs) It's like this. (laughs) There's a lot more content that's going to upset you. This podcast has the E for explicit. (laughs) Hope you enjoy the podcast. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate, gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhilarated, free and adventurous. Hello, everybody. You're listening to The Single Life of Us with me, Kate Mulholland. And me, Nellie Thomas. And I just realised I think we didn't introduce ourselves properly in the last episode. No, we did Oh, well, you're here. But it's, we've got them. <laughs> you've, you've obviously listened to episode five. Now you're yep. on episode six. So, right. And if you haven't, go back. Hi and welcome. Yeah, welcome to you. What have you been up to? I have been, uh, what have I been up to? I've been cooking, mm. which sounds boring, but I'm actually quite good at it. What's your best dish? Look, this... My signature dish, if I had to go on MasterChef, yep. I make the best gingerbreads in the world. Like yes, you do, actually. Hands down, they you are do. a cross between a cake and a biscuit. You do. I've perfected that recipe. Recipe. Um, so if you you and I ever go and race around the world yes. we'll, and we're given some sort of cooking challenge, yep. we'll do gingerbread. G- do gingerbread. Yep. I mean, I've got others, yep. but that is my most requested recipe. Well, mine won't work because mine's a slow-cooked lamb shoulder. And in Race Around the World. Well, you put it on in the morning before we race around the world and then we come you home and ring someone in Germany and go, just whack on the slow cooker. We'll be there in a t- after a 10-hour flight. It'll be... Oh, and that would really impress everybody. Can you imagine if we served up slow-cooked lamb and gingerbread? Oh, come on. We're winning already. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Hit us up. 
Yeah, race around the world. So you've been cooking. Well, I've been watching TV. Jeez, we're fun. Oh, mate, why don't you want to date us? (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe my phone's not ringing off the hook. I've been watching Bridgerton. Listen, I have watched two and a half episodes because you watched it. So I'm like, I'm not going to let that mole do all the talking. Nah. I mean, I've watched the first first season. We're talking season two. Yeah. Personally, I don't think season two is as good. But it still's got but me it's still in. still good. I started the first three. I went, oh, this is boring. But now I'm like fully nah, hooked yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. But for the purposes of Single Life of Us, mm. I need to quote. So obviously for those who don't know Bridgerton, it's a Shonda Rhimes TV production. What do you reckon? 18th, 19th century? 19th century, I'd say. Yeah, just. Yeah, maybe maybe even early 20th century. Yeah. It's yoldy worldy, but yeah. not like, you know. Pride and Prejudice. There's cars. There's cars. There are cars? Is there no, cars? there's no there's cars. cars. That's why I think it's 18th century. So it's 18th century probably. <laughs> uh, anyway, cars. Anyway, it's Shonda Rhimes, but it is fabulously reimagined with diver- – oh. like there's a black queen, it's, for example. Oh. Like there's a very diverse cast. Yes. I will say there's no people with disabilities and no. only one fat person. Yes. But in terms of um, – And she's not really that fat. She's not fat. In terms of uh, racial and ethnic diversity, it I, is I, profound. We've never really seen anything we've like it. We've never seen anything yeah. like it, particularly for the romantic stuff. mm, mm. Um, and it's a really interesting reminder of something we've talked about before, but how critical it has been and still is in some countries, how critical it has mm. been for women to marry. Mm. Mm. Because even for upper class women, oh. and we're talking very privileged women yeah. in this case, yeah. if they didn't marry, not to put too fine a point on it, they were fucked. Yeah, they were. Oh, right? they were. They, had they to were marry. absolutely fucked. You have to marry. Or you go and join a church or something. And like, we're still doing dowries. Yeah, that's and right. And we're still women as chattel. Yeah. And these are even the empowered women who've been given the privilege of education, for and example. And their whole life is about being able to entertain men and yeah. lure them on a... And lure them in. Oh. And on but that I note, love it. I love it too. <laughs> but we have to talk about, well, two things. One is Penelope Featherington, mm-hmm. um, who's played by Nicola, I think it's Coughlin or Coughlin. Yeah, I think it's Coglin. Mm. Sounds like a good Scottish name. She looks a bit Scottish, doesn't she? And she is, um, and I say this with the greatest love and affection because I think she's absolutely gorgeous. She's the chubby girl. Yeah, she's right? off Dairy Girls. Is she? Oh, yes. Dairy Girls, best show on television. So, yeah, she plays a lesbian on Dairy Girls. Does she? Yeah, yeah. I can't believe you haven't told me this. Oh, no. She's in my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's I think amazing. She's so she's Irish in Dairy Girls. So I think I don't know if she's not Irish because okay, you she know might she puts Irish. on an Irish accent sometimes. She does indeed. Mm. So she's, she's portrayed. Divine. I mean, the best she way said to people be, have she's said to like her fat and jolly. She said people have said to her, "Oh, you're the fat girl from yeah, fuck off to her face." Yeah, but mind you, and this is such a blind spot for mm. someone as progressive as Shonda Rhimes. Mm. That is how she's portrayed. It is how she's like portrayed. Like it is constantly talked about basically she's on the shelf. Yeah, she is. There's she's not on even, the shelf. You don't even think she's going to date. Who would even consider her? Yeah. You know, and I'm like looking and going, she's really? Stunning. In that time, it reminds me of like when I go to Bali <laughs> and one of the drivers will kind of go, oh, your husband must be rich. Yeah. One of them said to me, your yeah. husband must be rich to feed you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. He's like, oh, my God, you people must be loaded. <laughs> Look at the size of her. Surely in that time, even in the nobility, you go, oh, surely. Her, her plumpness, and, yeah. and I wouldn't call her fat and either. She's just plump. Of, and the uh, skin. Oh, beautiful. Her plumpness would be a sign of um, fertility. Oh, yeah. Of Childbearing hips. Childbearing. Of, if, you get, if you get sick, you're not going to die. Of womanhood. That's yes. right. She's got some spare. Yeah, she has. 
So uh, that really shits me. I know, it shits me too. I do wish that she was cast as the diamond or whatever. I agree. Like I think that would have just been everything. But she's my favourite character. Oh, and quite frankly, it would have been more likely that she could have a romance yes. than a black woman could have a romance with oh, a white man. that's right. So even though you they know? were shaking it up. Yeah. yeah. Still the bloody fat yeah, shaming Yeah, still continues. the fat shaming. Anyway, Lady Danbury, who is my other favourite character. Mm. So um, Penelope Featherington is my absolute favourite. Yeah. And Lady Danbury, who for those of you who have watched it a little bit, is the very regal, older mm. um, black woman mm. with the cane. Mm. Oh, I love the cane. Oh, I love the cane. And how she so, wields oh, that cane. Oh, so like she creates a crop circle around she her. She really does. <laughs> She's <laughs> incredible. Played by, and I hope I get her name right, Anjoa Ando. And she says, and this stopped me, you know when sometimes you have an intake of mm, sharp mm, intake mm, of mm, breath, mm. she says, a life of independence is no consolation. After passion calls and fate intervenes, who is a woman left with but herself? Wow. And I was like, that's season two, episode five. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, because she's talking to yes. another woman about because she's to. single. Yeah. You know, this um, Lady Danbury mm. is, is an older single woman. Yeah, who you think is quite happy Widowed, with that. I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I can't remember sure. from the first series what her story is. But she's pr- literally kind of going, do not grieve. Yeah that you're going to be left on the shelf. Do you have any idea the freedom you're going to have? Yeah, that's right. That's and, exactly right. You know, both things are true at the same time. For yes. some people that would be devastating, but I think we have to reframe this stuff. Oh, absolutely we have to reframe it because I think girls, women, not girls, and, and men probably too, are in relationships when they're young. Yes. That they shouldn't be in because they think that I should be in a relationship and that's the most important thing. Yeah. And if you've got parents that are happy or, you know, that's that's your role model, mm. but it's all lies. It can be. Yeah. But, it, well, it's a lie that yeah. you have to be happy. Yes. To, to be, sorry, to be in a relationship to be happy. Yes, yes. And wrong of us ever as adults to have shielded the children or not told them, you know, just be what you want to be. And I think what she's pointing to is the biggest lie is that, the default state for a single woman is pain. Mm. She's kind of, especially in that context, mm. she's going, basically marriage is servitude in that context. Yes, it is. You are going to be told what to do for the rest of your life. Yep. How about you look at the fact that you can make decisions for yourself for the rest of your life yeah. if you, in fact, don't get married? Yeah. So even in 2022... I still think we need to be talking about that. Oh, absolutely. The we choices are different. We have it. more options, whatever, but there is still you turn on any TV oh. show tonight. Yep. And if there's a single woman yep. of our age, yep. it'll be sad. Oh, it's sad. Absolutely. And it's we've got sad. to challenge that. Yeah, well, that's we are. We're making this whole yeah. bloody podcast. Lady, we should have called it Lady Danbury. <laughs> we would have got sued. <laughs> oh, so Kate, we have got a listener call and this is from one of our favourite people. Really I think we should is. just let her do the talking. I think we should. She's incredible. Hello there. <laughs> so the wonderful... It's uh, Tina Del Nally Twist. Mulholland and <laughs> have asked me to answer some uh, questions for them, for their new podcast. We love you, Tina. Um, about being single. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm obsessed with being single. I've she is. That. Mm. But... I also like being with other people. I want to make that very clear. But the questions 
But you asked me to answer. I'm going to read out now. I read, best date ever that you've heard of, that you've heard, God, that I you've had. Tina. Oh, I don't know. I would like to have. Oh. The best date ever I, I've had is actually the time that I was um, <laughs> sitting on the Gold Coast. No, do you know what? The best date ever that I've actually had was in... Um, Tina loves a drink, was listeners. Uh, 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 Vietnam, mm. and I was sitting there, um, and I'd ordered a cocktail. As you it's called Mimi's, I think it was called. <laughs> I ordered a cocktail, and I was waiting for someone to come and meet me on the date. And then I realised when I was as, as the cocktail arrived that I hadn't actually um, organised someone else to be there. <laughs> that was the best date I ever had. The worst date ever was a time that I was in um, Vietnam, I think it was, at a place called, I think it was called Mimi. And I was sitting there and I was uh, I was waiting for, for a date that I'd organised. And then when I was sitting there, I realised that, that, that I hadn't organised the date. Oh my God, Tina. For those of you who don't know, Tina Del Twist. um, Get to know her. Get to know her. She is a character played by the wonderful Wes Snelling. Mm. She is, how can we describe She's a cabaret singer. Yep. Bingo caller. Bingo caller. You know, just all around Incredible comedian. Oh. Like. Her timing. And one of my favourites of all time. And I'm not kidding. No, no. Whether Australian or international. And the character is. A kind of Liza Minnelli, Judy Garland yep. kind of think of a, a sort of, and I say this with love and affection, not derision, a washed up yeah, kind yeah. of yes. once superstar yes, yes. who doesn't know she's now an alcoholic yes. who has no audience. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's still playing stadiums in her mind. Yes, it's magnificent. But it's not self-deprecating. No, and it brings either. out in you... Uh, a sense of wanting to protect oh, and absolutely. wanting to belong and, and I respect. Can't, yes, real respect yeah. and the timing, everything. I just, she was at the Melbourne Comedy Festival and I went twice because yeah. I, I could have gone again. And I one of her songs in that show is this beautiful song about, you know, one is, you know, one is the loneliest. loneliest. And then yep. Tina just stops and says, no, it's not. <laughs> 27 is the loneliest. <laughs> like, I just love that. And I can fully imagine Tina organising a date in, in was it Vietnam? Vietnam. In Vietnam. And then realising, oh, didn't organize actually, it. I got to the cocktails. <laughs> I didn't get to the other human. So thank you, Tina Del thank Twist, you, a.k.a. Wes Snelling. Yes. Divine. Yes, meme. What do you mean? Okay, I've got one or have yep. you got one? Yeah, i got one. you got one? Go for it. Yep, i got one. Okay, so my <laughs> meme is, okay, you've got to imagine this. Right. So there's um, Eyes closed. There's a person snuggled up in bed on yep. a pillow. The doona's right up over their ear and they're yep. just looking at their phone. Yeah. And it says, when you're so single that the only entertainment you have is memes. <laughs> Oh, that's so perfect. I was like, that's our meme. That's our <laughs> meme. Oh, you could have made that for both of us. Yep. Not only is that my only entertainment, it's the only thing I ever send you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to like take a photo of us in bed and 
we can um, put it on our Insta. Oh, I love a good yep. meme. Oh, I know. I love a good thought-provoking. I either like for two reasons. So you thought thought-provoking. Mm. Or it's funny. Yeah. Or it's both. Or it's both. Yeah, I love a meme. Yeah. Love oh, and meme. nothing's better than a meme in bed. Nothing. Waking up to a good meme when someone's thought of you oh, overnight. Oh, if you brought it. me a toasted sandwich as well, I'll propose. <laughs> so my meme for the week is mm-hmm. my ex once said <laughs> my ex once said he couldn't live without me and I've recently found out he's still alive. More lies. <laughs> <laughs> this is I can't it's so good. <laughs> Which I find so funny. It's one of those ones where I go laugh, oh, a bit of a cry. Yeah. Because you also go, like, that's what we say to each other. I know. You know, we you do. say that to each other in relationships. I could never live without you. I'll I never know. leave you. I don't I know. I know. But the truth is we can. Yeah, we can. And they can. They can and they do. They can and they certainly do. Um, but yep, I just but- love that. <laughs> More lies. <laughs> no drama. <laughs> Bright and shiny. So what have you learnt this week, Kate? All right. Something that you didn't do when you were married. I haven't done this when I was married. Um, I got, we have a leaf blower, which (gasps) has never been used to blow leaves. All right. And that's because one of my twins loves it more than life itself. He does. Loves it, loves it, loves it. But we have autumn leaves falling and the driveway and the front um, path was really messy and I was like, oh, this people are going to slip on oh, this. I hate a messy path. Yeah. And I thought, oh, maybe I can leaf blow the leaves, like yeah. actually use the leaf blower yeah. for its God-given purpose. You didn't think about picking up a rake? I don't have one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I had a broom. Right. So I leaf bloated and broomed. <laughs> And I had to get a new battery so for it. So you prepared to blow leaves, just I, not yeah, anything else. Yeah, and I hey? did think that to myself. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to take a photo with the leaf blower. If you don't understand that, go back and listen to episode one. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and uh, it was so fun. It was so good to have it mostly cleaned up. You know, it's, they keep falling and there's lots in the garden bed. Yeah. Um, I chatted to people yeah. when I was out blowing and um, I just thought this is why guys do this and yeah, sorry yeah. if you're in a same-sex relationship and you've got a girl that does it but yeah. it's fun yeah it's a hundred million times better than doing dishes or oh, shit vacuuming shit yes. I came inside feeling good like but also I'd, it's a performance it is people the whole watch, street can yeah, see the whole street people going up and down but this is the truth I hate people who blow leaves into the street but I may have just blown a few but not when anyone was watching oh look because they're hard to control there was the odd occasion during the 75 lockdowns Mm-mm. that I might have squirted leaves into the street <laughs> you know when you see yes, elderly people yes I have yes watering concrete yes. and I get irate irate because I'm from WA so I'm even more water conscious than your Melbourne average person yeah. and I had lost all fucks to yeah, give yeah 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 well lockdowns just like you are on my path <laughs> 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 I tried to buy a pressure cleaner even. Yeah, yeah. It didn't work. But didn't, no. if it had, there would yeah. have been trouble. <laughs> I would have been cleaning the paths out the front, next door neighbours. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's it's, what I did. It's about controlling your environment. Yeah, and I, I yeah. was like, you know what, I've made it look better out here. Yeah. It felt good. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so mine, well, it's kind of similar in the sense of uh, just reiterating my number one hot tip is do one thing a week. Yep. One of when you get separated and you're overwhelmed, mm-hmm. try and don't, don't try to do it all at once. Mm-hmm. One of the things I did was get a security door. Yeah. Right. I don't have so one I have a glass, like a, 
you know, 1940s, 50s. Yeah, yeah. Really nice glass it's front cute. door. Yeah. And I didn't want to get rid of it. No. But I also know that you could put your fist through it yes. very easily and get in my house. You really could. Now, I understand how irrational this is. because no, it's not. My, well, in the sense that my ex was by no means, you know, Hulk Hogan. No, but I think it's more that we have to, as women, unfortunately, feel vulnerable, even though I don't want to. Yes. So we just feel maybe we'll be more of a target. I have really noticed, like, particularly um, sleeping alone Mm-mm. in the house, mm. even though what, when I say it's not rational, it's because I could probably physically defend myself as well as he could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But being the only adult in the house, I mm. was more conscious mm. of noises in the yard. Mm-hmm. and da- First tip, get dogs. Get dogs. Like little Ralph, all yeah. five kilos of him, he would alert me before yes. anything else. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, yes, I did do, you know, you feel overwhelmed with admin. And research. And mm. what, that's why I say one thing a week. Yep. So I looked up the security doors. I got two quotes. I know you meant to get more. Normally I don't even get two. <laughs> I got two quotes and now I have one of those, you know, ones that criminals crim crim safe, crim safe. Um, can't break into. Yeah. I, I did feel better. Yeah. And now I can have that locked and have the door open. Yes, that's what I, I need like. to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that was a, that's, my, a good... that's my thing for the week. No, good, good. Yeah. And I, I think that. Probably that is something that you might have let someone else do. Oh, absolutely. Well, it. I just didn't do it. I mean, yeah. we'd been there for 12 years or yeah. something and it yeah. just had never yeah. been a priority to do it. Mm. And I think if it makes you feel better, mm. as long as it's not ridiculous, mm, mm. Amount of, you know, don't go getting tinfoil hats. Yeah. You know, but if it makes <laughs> you feel better and you're not hurting anyone, why not? Do why it. not? Yeah. Got my new yep. door. I like it. Swipe. Swipe right. right. So this is our online dating segment for those yep. of you who are doing online dating or even thinking about mm-hmm. online dating. I just wanted to introduce possibly the biggest turnoff. What would yep. be the biggest turnoff for you if you were online dating? Other than pictures of, you know, someone's ass at the gym. So a big turnoff for me, like a really big turnoff, which and I, I haven't – been online dating, so you can tell me if these are on there, but mirror selfies because I think they're for 17-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> Our beautiful mutual friend Helen Thorne will be mortified that you just said I that because she's sorry. mad for a mirror and selfie. And she does do it well. She does a good one. But I, for me, yeah, I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I feel, yeah, I think unless, just trying to think, I have one mirrored selfie but it's a really sweet one of me sitting at my makeup table yeah no that's okay I'm I'm, cute yeah I'm thinking more but in the bathroom too. yeah no I've got you when there's like really bright light yep and they're actually looking at the phone so you can't see their face there's toothpaste everywhere yeah no you're right get a friend yeah to take some photos for you yep preferably not with you holding your phone yeah maybe one yeah, maybe one. But don't make but if it that your was profile your, pick. Yeah, if that was the main yeah. pick, that'd be a big turn yeah. off for me. I agree. And to be honest, um, at the risk of sounding ageist, it ages you. Yes, and I think yeah, and I think that people who do it, like I know the twins, my twins are sixteen, and one of them was showing me their Insta the other day and there's a lot of teenage girls that do it. Yeah. Now because they've got nowhere to go. Yeah. That's right. that, their bathrooms they're only solid that's, private place. Only but private we place. we can go places. We can and we can sit down with a, a friend and go, I need to put some online dating pictures yeah, up. Can you, you take help a me? photo of me? 
yeah. know, and yeah. next time we're out, can we take another picture? Mm. Or which mm. pictures? I think it's actually good to ask mm. a mate, which, which one pictures looks like do you me? think looks most like yeah. me and which ones do I look best in? Yeah, and reflects my personality. And reflects me yeah. because you don't pick those yourself. You no, pick, you probably you don't. You know what? I'll be frank. You pick the ones where you look thinnest. Of course. Or you pick, or youngest or whatever yeah, your yeah. issue Human is. Human nature. Yeah. Rather than actually looking at your essence. Yes, where other people might go, no, this is gorgeous. Yeah, like, it looks this like one. you. Yeah. And some of them I've I've done that. I've asked friends including mm. you to do mm. that. And I go, mm. shit, I wouldn't have picked that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But trust your friends. Yeah, that's right. I reckon. And because them. they love you, they've got your back. They love you and they know who you are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so my biggest turn off, oh Jesus, Lord, give me strength. <laughs> It is, I'm just going through so much of this with online dating. It's monosyllabic answers and questions. All right. Right, right. So let's say um, you and I match Mm -hmm. on a dating app. Mm -hmm. What usually happens on most of the apps, some are different, is then one of us has to message first. Right, right. All right. So you end up in a chat situation. Yep. I cannot bear if someone goes, hi. Oh. Do you know how many people just go, Hi. Are they just too scared to put themselves out there but they're putting themselves Sweet out a little Jesus. bit or? I think, look, on the one hand I go, okay, you've got the balls to make the first move. Fair mm. enough. Mm. That's good. Mm. But if you've got those kahunas, yeah. back it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, hi, give me a question or I'll say, usually I would do, just for example, I mm. would go, hey, how are you going? I liked this on your profile and mention something so yeah. they know I've actually read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm actually showing interest. Yeah. If they then respond with, and this has happened, good. <laughs> can you unswipe? Yeah, you can. Right. Yeah, yeah, then you can unmatch. Yeah. But then I'm like, you know, and you're in this situation too because you and I are both talkers. Mm, mm. There's so many times I'm in situations where I think I'm doing all the work in yeah, this conversation. Yeah, I am doing the heavy lifting. Yeah. For hours. Yeah. Sometimes years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know we all know what I'm talking about. Say no more. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, if it starts like this, mm. when you're pursuing me, yeah. imagine what it's going to be like in six months. No. Good. That's that's a good tip. So we, we, don't not just go monosyllabic. No. I'm going to give some examples. Like mm-hmm. I use, and I'm sharing this with you, dear oh, listeners, I would use something nice. like how are you finding online dating? Okay. Yeah. You know, or what brings you to this app? Yep. Okay. Because you're probably on multiple yeah, apps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have you been dating long? Oh, good question. You know, open-ended yes. kind of questions that are relevant to the thing you're doing. Because yes. I find if you go, hey, what's the, your favourite country you've been to? <laughs> what if they then go, I've never been overseas? I know. Oh, well, that fucked that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're both on a dating app. And don't ask me my favourite colour because that's what 14-year-olds do. <laughs> or my star sign. <laughs> no, no, my star Oh, my sign. star sign. But I'm going to give you, and I got permission to do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually two things. The worst one, because <laughs> sometimes <laughs> even their profile's monosyllabic. Right. Jeff, 49. That's, that's it. his entire profile. Oh, Jeff, I'm not interested. There's a picture of Jeff and it just says Jeff, 49. <laughs> like, Jeff, you can't even say I like fishing. Do you know what that sounds like to me? His wife did everything for him. Now they've split up, he needs someone else to do everything Or his wife still does everything for him. him. They haven't split up and he hasn't got time to do his profile. Either way, I'm not interested. Coco from Melbourne. Oh, great. (laughs) I mean, you're lucky you've got a good name. Like Coco would get you interested. Isn't there four million people in Melbourne? You can't even be bothered (laughs) to write a sentence about who you are. Extremely hot. Not classically hot. No, no. okay. Because that would be the only person who I think could even get Sometimes, away with that. Sometimes, yes, but no. 
Mm. No, I think they're just lazy. Well, good or luck. they don't want to put themselves out well, there. Then or maybe don't, like, don't go, go on, the on app. dating app. Yeah. So I've got permission to do this, but I'm mm. going to give you my favourite. So I matched with someone. Mm. And she messaged me and said, hey, Nelly, you have quite an impressive earring collection on that rack. Also, the Jimmy Barnes made me smile. Now, <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> for, not that rack. Get yeah, your yeah, yeah, head yeah. out of the gutter. <laughs> so one of my pictures has a picture of me at my makeup table and you can see in the mirror behind me uh, is my earring collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, why I love this is because I'm already going, oh, she's looked she's properly looked, at my photos. Yeah. Like she hasn't just looked at the first one and go, oh, yeah, whatever, I'll message you. Yeah. She's actually looked through. Ah. So you're taking proper interest. Yep. The Jimmy Barnes, and yep. you are one of the few people who will get this, <laughs> when it says what music you're listening to, I put Jimmy Barnes in. Why do you think I'd put that in? To weed out who? Young people? Snobs. <laughs> Snobs. I didn't get it. Yeah. Ah. You would if you saw the rest of my profile. Because yeah. I think. Oh, no, I don't. Yes, that's a good thing. You'd probably read mine and go, oh, she's a, you know, yeah. not an intellectual, but you know what I yeah, mean. Like yeah, she's in yeah. that sort of yeah, genre. Yeah, She's in that kind of. Yes, but that's. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. And then I go, but yeah, but I don't want to date someone who's going to judge me. So you're not going like to put some Fonzie indie Fonzie. band that. Definitely not. Right. Even if I am listening to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very deliberate strategy. You've got to be able to sing along to. You know, Kaysan, or we oh, probably done. can't. Yeah. Good <laughs> tip. That's my favourite tip you've given so far. <laughs> so I like the fact that she mentioned that. I went, okay. okay. Yep, yep. That's a yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So that's our turn-offs. Mm-hmm. Up, Up your date. Weekly dating segment. All right. Let's acknowledge an elephant in the room. Mm. Some people... Mm. Fucking hate online dating. Yeah, they do. What do you think's going on? I think that maybe they've had a bad experience. Maybe not yep. with dating, but something else online. Yes, right. Like what? Like bullying or something? Yeah, like bullying. Or um, years ago, before there was Facebook, I was in an online group for parents who had twins who had um, like premature births and all this stuff. Mm. And there was a couple of people in there that I thought I really liked, and when I met them, they were horrible. Like yeah, I'm, right. they really curated themselves on there. Oh yeah. Like yeah, one but... came to my house and said, <laughs> "You might have a you know a nice house, but you live a long way out of town. There's no way you could afford this if you lived somewhere good." And oh, I was so what? Like she had been so kind and caring, and so I remember thinking, "Oh right, you can think about your responses online." Wow. But if I'd have met her. The f- at f- we would never have been online friends. Do you know what I mean? Can I give you another a comparable example? Mm. I dated someone, and you can really get into this where you've got really good text rapport. Mm. So you're texting a lot and you get along really well. Mm. And then they asked me for an example of my work. Like I don't come out straight away saying I'm a comedian because mm. I've got, yeah, can you tell us a joke? Yeah, no, yeah. I can't. <laughs> anyway, we'd been texting for some time, mm. so I sent a, a thing, a yeah. radio thing that I yeah. did. <laughs> and I said... I thought it would be funnier. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can I just say for my own professional pride, it was not meant to be funny. No. It was a different thing. It was a documentary. Yeah. (laughs) But also, who the fuck would do that? And who do you think you are? Well, it's good that you know that. Oh, my. Exactly. But that's the equivalent. It is. This person, oh, my God, they've walked into your house and criticised it. Yeah. So I think. I think there's a bit of that, that they're just yes. scared that someone's only presenting their good side, which is what we do anyway. We do. But it's easier to do online. Yeah. And, and I some think... people can have a lot of game when they're not face-to-face. Yes. 
That's right. You know, they talk a big game yeah, and, and then they get like, in front of you oh. and shit themselves. Yeah. And maybe the fact that, I don't know, there may be more online dating in modern movies and stuff, but yeah. there's a lot of people still bumping into people in bars and meeting the love of their life or mm. their flatmate's sister or, do you know what I mean? Well, and for our generation, I mean, mm. we're mostly talking to people 40 and older. Mm, mm. We didn't grow up with that. We didn't. You know, so by now I think all of us would have examples where it's worked. Oh, absolutely. But we've also heard horror stories. Yeah, that's right. But it's silly because, I mean, I'm probably anxious about online dating, but the thing is all dating is fraught. Exactly. Like it's no less or more fraught than anything else. So this is one of the biggest reasons I hear is safety. Yeah, you know, okay. and I totally, of course, yeah. as a woman, I completely yeah. understand yeah. that the yeah. idea of um, meeting up with strangers. Mm. Mm. But then I think to myself, how is that any better than meeting someone in a bar? Well, it's no better. Maybe worse. It's worse because you can't Google them. You can't you just Google them, them in a bar. You can't they can ask give you a false for name. They can a friend reference. No, you can't. You can't go. Well, at least there's an electronic trail on a on a yeah. on the app. No, you know, like I think on balance. I mean, I am comparing myself at 20 compared to nearly 50. Yeah, so yeah. I would have been more reckless at 20. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's safer. It feels yeah, yeah. safer to me. Look, I there's almost no one you can't find online. Yeah, that's right. And if you can't. Yeah, there's something. Yeah. Mm, no, I agree. I, I probably, yeah, probably I'm not scared of that side of it. And I'm, well, I'm not like, you know, really survey street smart, but I think I'd choose to meet in a busy place and I wouldn't yeah. give out my address and all of yeah, that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, and you'd be careful. Yeah. I reckon one of the biggest downsides of it, and this will probably resonate with people who've done it, is that it can be very time consuming. Yeah, okay. It can be quite addictive. Yep. You know, if you are, particularly if you've come out of long-term relationships, and we've talked about this before, there's so many middle-aged women who haven't had any affirmation for decades. Yeah, you're getting some no one's fun ever affirmation. Said, yeah. You're pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. And all of a sudden, uh. you've got that on tap. Uh. So you can find yourself very, I mean, in the same way that people get distracted by Instagram. Yeah, that's you right. Know, or something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Like you can find yourself distracted and it mm. can be time-consuming. Mm. For me, that sort of wore off pretty quickly. Yeah, okay, yeah. But I can see how it could happen and mm. that can be exhausting. Yeah, yeah. And I think, well, if you've been really lonely and then you're getting some source of comfort from your phone. I mean, lots of people, you mm. know, I've got friends that say, hey, pocket friends when they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, making yeah. a status or something. But, I mean, it's better. is it better than not having anyone chatting to you? Well, I mean, again, my view, but I, I'm conscious I'm talking as someone who's an extrovert and someone mm. who also is a home a lot either working and or with children mm. and doesn't get a lot of adult contact. Yeah. So for me, getting a message from another adult and or going and having a drink or a meal mm. with another mm. adult, bloody great. Yeah, bloody great. But if I worked 60 hours a week for public service, yeah. I might go, oh, fucking hell, I'd rather stay home Friday night and watch Bridgerton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I sort yeah. of get both of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I reckon the other thing is if you're really hating it, mm. then I just wonder if you're not ready. Yeah, maybe. You're maybe not. not ready for dating in general. Yeah. And that's okay. That's okay. We're, we're here to say that too. Just don't. You're not. No, I'm not. So just don't do it. And I wasn't for a long time either. Yeah. I, I think if it's come out, because I see so much like visceral kind of hatred yeah, of the online dating, I think, I just wonder if you're not ready. Mm. And you're not ready either to date or you're not. I mean, again, I sound a bit woo woo with this, but <laughs> are you actually not like loving yourself? Yeah. You know, and so you don't want to put yourself out there because you don't want to get hurt. 
because you don't want to get, or you think you're just going to be rejected. You're not good enough. You're not yeah. pretty enough. You're not whatever enough. Yeah. And I think when you're older, I think this is a good thing that you're not relying on our eyes met across the room and yeah. he or she was stunning and, yeah. you know, yeah. so maybe online dating is good for that because you can go, I, think oh, so. I got to know what they like and, yeah. I'm just, I, I just am surprised. Because you like it. I really like it mm. and I'm really surprised at how much people don't like it. Mm. There's still judgment and stigma. Not the young, not the young'uns. Mm. They don't, they're all about it. Yeah. So it's not going anywhere. I don't think so. No. I, I think it's. Um, it must I, be how the majority of people meet now. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I think, I, for me, I think it's progress mm, mm. because you can, let's give you a classic example, something you can never compromise on. If you want kids and I don't want kids. Mm, mm. Let's not waste the time. Yeah. Awesome. If you're looking for a relationship, yeah. you might not find that out until four dates in if you pick someone up at a bar. Yeah, and then you might have sort of fallen for them but and be like, oh, maybe I can, can go, compromise. Yep, just don't not, even look. Yeah, I like it. we can't compromise on it. You can't no. have half a kid. <laughs> 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 and there'll be other things that you just can't yep. compromise on. Yeah. So move on. Yeah. 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 Back on the shelf. There's some great people on the shelf, Nelly. Oh, there's some Absolute bloody diamonds. Hell is on the shelf. In the language of Bridgerton, <laughs> there is the diamond of the season. And I'm going to go out on the limb here mm. because she cops a lot of shit. Mm. But I'm going to say in the universe of the Kardashians, mm. Chloe is the diamond. Yeah, I like her too. So Chloe Kardashian, she would be, I think she's the third oldest sister. So there is... Um, Kim. Well, Kim's not the oldest, though. It's the annoying one. Who's oh, the oldest? Is Kim not the oldest? No, the little, the ah. shorter one. I don't really know them. I know oh, them, shit. but I haven't watched anyway, them. Anyway, yeah. There's two above her, and ah, then there's Chloe, Chloe. who was um, famously or infamously married to Lamar Odom, who's yes. a famous NBA player. Mm. They had a spin off season called Chloe and Lamar. Yep. Yes, I did watch every episode. Yes, good, good, great. Um, that ended with um, infidelity, mm. drugs. Mm. Some kind of implications of some level of abuse. Right, yeah. But never sort of spelled out. Yeah, well, I suppose they have enough money to cover it up. Well, he then overdosed at a brothel. That's right. And she famously went and rescued him even though they were divorced. And Yeah, well, they've got a child together, don't they? No, they don't. Oh, they don't? No, they don't. So she still went. No, that's the next one. Ah. So the next one was Tristan Thompson, another NBA player. Yep. Um, And she had a baby with him and... Again, I would say infamously, we saw her give birth. Of course we did. Or we saw her in the birthing suite. And she had found out the same day that he'd fathered another child and cheated on her. Unbelievable. So he rocks into the birthing suite. Kim's, you know, giving him daggers, as you would, as her sister. Chloe's trying to give birth and just going, can I just deal with this later? Like I just want to have my baby. Yes. And long story short, they then, he tries to quote unquote win her back. Many members of the family are like, he's done the hard yards. Mm. He then gets caught pashing one of the other sister's friends who's bloody 20. Like it's a complete palaver. He's had another kid with someone else, blah, blah, blah. Winner. So she's definitely very firmly back on the shelf. Yeah. This interesting cultural narrative. So what do you think about this as a, not, we don't know her. No, I don't Clearly, know. but as a kind of public figure, what does it say? Well, I think, well, it says the narrative that we'd like to see is, oh, she's just been hurt too much. Yeah. But I think she's like, no, 
stuff you, I don't need you. Yeah. I am a really powerful woman. Yeah. And I make my own money. Yeah. And I don't need no man. No. Yeah. I and agree. I, and I'm sure she will date again mm. when she's ready. Mm. Mm. I like it. I like it. I mean, I I am, what I find really interesting as someone who watches the show is how much pressure was put on her by her family to take him back. Yeah. It's weird. It's really weird. When mm. I look at, if I think of my daughters, if they were cheated on, oh, for example. No pressure. Um, well, A, it's none of my business. <laughs> no. But also the idea that, oh, he's reformed himself. He's done the hard yards. What the hell does that even mean? I don't know. And it's not like. They're from a really conservative Christian family. No, no you know, they've all had marriages break up. Yeah, her mother's dating someone you mm. know what twenty five years younger. Mm, mm. Um, but I think there's a kind of idea: of he's your baby daddy. Yeah, and you sort of make it work. And mm. if he keeps trying, you know, then sort that's of hanging in there, yeah. so, like despite all the evidence. Yeah, despite all the evidence. <laughs> but it's an interesting thing to consider for those people who are listening who might have been in that situation in their 20s or 30s, yeah. there is a lot of pressure from families. A lot of pressure. To stay with people who aren't oh. right for you. Well, I mean, I'm sure you and I have both felt it. So don't be in hard on yourself. No. Because how many women our age, and I'm sure men as well, mm. but friends of ours who said, oh, God, I wish I'd left earlier. Oh, and they're so the hard time. on themselves. So hard on themselves. And I think, well, I'll give you the 10 reasons you didn't. Yeah. They're you know, really like, good, valid reasons. They're really good, valid mm. reasons. This mm. is not all on you. No. Or you can't go back and change it. No. She can't go back and change it. No. Um, it's okay. Yeah. Just like step into your power now. Yeah, yeah, that's you know? right. And kind of go, it's okay for me to be single. It is okay to be single. It's awesome being single. The Every only thing night, I will get say to Chloe, that bed though, on your own. Oh, Woo-hoo! With your bloody velvet <laughs> velvet bedhead. bedhead. Love myself at you. Sick. Someone will be sliding into your DMs. <laughs> The only thing I will say, Chloe, I have to say, Coco, aka Chloe Kardashian, like shove your revenge body bullshit up your ass. I know. Right. So she did it. But show. come on, there. Come on. That's their brand. Oh, so he broke up with me, got caught in a brothel, and he overdosed. So I'm gonna like lose ten kilos. Yeah. No, oh, babe. Yeah. That, babe. No. That is neither is a revenge or anything to do with your body. No, you don't have to starve yourself because he fucked someone else. You're well, allowed so to eat. He married you when you were fat. Yeah, you that's were never right. fat no, anyway. None of them are let's fat. Just yeah, in, in their, their own world. In your yep. world. Yep. He didn't care. No, he didn't care. So how does emaciating yourself? I know. How does that act as some sort of I mean, come on. I so don't. you can shove that shit up yep, anyone's yep, bloody yep. quite If you're into derriere. revenge bodies, you can't listen to this podcast. Oh, no, we're, you're in the wrong place. You really, really are because it's, well, it's just bullshit that we've all, and I'm sad that they do that on the Kardashians because I'm like, come on. You're harming yourself. You are harming yourself. What you are saying to yourself is when I do gain five kilos mm. back, 10 kilos, I'm not 50 worthy. kilos, I'm not worthy. And it's okay. That's why he cheated. That's why he cheated. Exactly right. That's the story you're telling yourself. Mm. We have to undo those narratives. Yep. Rewrite the story. X rated. So this is where we talk about stupid shit that exes do. Yes. Not necessarily and even not usually our exes, <laughs> but exes in general. Have you got anything for us this week? Well, I was thinking back to a very long time ago when I had a boyfriend before I met my husband and he was very keen, which put me off straight away. Like he was, <laughs> I mean, you know, like too keen. And then he. What's too keen? Well, he was just really. Like dribbling. Yeah. And constantly ringing and 
Oh, Let's do this. Hot. I've done that though. It's not hot. I know it's not hot, but sometimes you just. I know. Oh. I mean, obviously, I was irresistible, but it's still, you know. <laughs> anyway, in the end, I was like, "This is going nowhere." And he yeah. was—he loved a good dry hump. This guy, yeah. and I was like, "This is really." I'm not getting much out of the hump, you know. Right. Yeah, 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 he is clearly. Yeah. Anyway, I'm bloody bucking bronco. Yeah, over yeah. Here. yeah. <laughs> Eeyaw. I have needs too. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway. I'd, we had a big chat. I remember it was in mum and dad's lounge room. I remember the fire was on and I said to him, it's just not it's not going anywhere. Yeah. And um, he said, well, <laughs> I, I just I won't forget it. And he said, we were 17, but I planned the wedding. Oh, Jesus. This is your life you're walking out of, do you know? Whoa. Do you want to be single forever? Whoa. <laughs> and I remember when you were 17. 17. And I remember at the time thinking, the you're stupid. I'm going to be laughing about this. But, I mean, obviously he's not stupid. But the balls. 30 years you're later. Be single, 33 years later. Be single for life. You'll be life. on a podcast, mate. <laughs> you're going to be single for life. I mean, that you've you've overplayed your hand, I mate. really have. Because I'm immediately going, you know full well that I'm not going to be single for life. That's like, right. That's a, that's if like you a think I'm that rat. great. Then yeah, somebody else might right. as well. Yeah, but yeah, I remember, and I suppose we all just say things in the moment, and you know, he's seventeen or eighteen, yeah, how yeah, old yeah. he was. But he's still, I just remember going, "What? Yeah, you planned our whole life." But hot tip for dating: mm. don't try and strong arm no, someone no, no. into it. It's really unattractive. Yeah, yeah it is. Mm. You know what? I will say in his defence, <laughs> in the defence of anyone else, mm. it's bloody frustrating if you can really see the potential. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. in someone like in a coupling, yeah, 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 and they can't, yeah. Geez, that's frustrating. Well, maybe don't dry hump them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing is to walk away as quickly as possible. Yes, because the longer you entertain that, and mm. the more of this vision you have in your mind of what life could be, mm. when you're picking out, you know, Diamante pants suits, yes. been there, yeah, picked it out <laughs> in your brain. For the wedding that yeah. there's never – I've never even been married and I've <laughs> fantasised about that, then you've gone too far. Yeah, you've gone too like, far. Like pull it back because yeah. you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Good tips both sides. Good tips both what sides. What about you? Oh, mine's a stock standard one but one that, mm. you know, you hardly should have to mention but we have to because we hear it so many times. Mm. Do not be unreliable with your kids. No. If you have kids with your ex, yep. be consistent. Yes. If you say you're going to be there, mm. fucking be there. It actually causes, and you may not care if you're this sort of person, but it causes trauma to the person. It 100%. And it can really... Like I went out for lunch recently with a bunch of girls and then a couple of them texted me the next day and they were like, are you all right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's just that I'd, I'd had a morning where I wasn't sure what time they were getting picked up and blah, blah, blah. And so it's, I can't just switch off. No, But that's if someone right. else who loves them has got them, I yeah, can. Yeah, and then you can. Yeah, that's so right. yeah, don't do that. And those scenarios, you know, that I've heard from friends and family members where, um, Oh, you know, that usually the dad, I'm going to be mm, frank, usually mm. the dad who has limited mm. contact, mm. I'll, I'll come Saturday and I'll take you to, you know, time zone. Yeah. And then they just don't show up. Yeah. The devastate, like just, I want you to just imagine that child oh. sitting on that front step, oh, which no. is the real situation yeah. that I'm thinking of waiting yeah. for their dad. Yeah. No. What is more important? Nothing. Than you showing up. Nothing. Like, don't be a fucking asshole. No, don't be an asshole. Show up for your kids. Yeah. And if yep. you can't do it, don't tell them you're going to do no, it. No, don't do it. It's better to surprise someone than to get their hopes up. Um, the other thing on the same sort of vein, you know, don't send them home exhausted. 
Like I remember sitting with this guy, a friend of a friend, he's like, and he was separated and tell me, oh, yeah, and we went to this music festival and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it became very clear to me as a mum who had small kids at the time mm. that he'd had them out till one in the morning. Oh, lordy. At a music festival. No, no. And I'm like, how does your ex feel about that? And he's like, oh, God, she's going to be up my ass. I said, yes. yes. No shit, mate. Yeah, she is. Like you have them one night a week. And, you st- and you're going to send them home for her to deal with. Exhausted. Your Disney dad. Yep. Take him out, buying him chips and having fun. No. Do not send them home. Like, be responsible. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm not saying you have to be in bed at seven. No. But don't be a dick. And if you're going to do something like that, you've planned it two months in advance. This is what I'm going to be doing. The kids will be out late. Would you like me to have them another night? Yes. What can I do, you know, to make this better? Oh, look, if you're taking them to, you know, Matilda. Yeah. And it's going to be a late night because it's an event. But this Mm. is a thing for him. It is because children do not like music festivals. No, they don't want to be dragged out until one o'clock in the morning and feel full of Fanta. Yep. And some bribe. Like an orangutan in a Balinese zoo. No, they do not. (laughs) (laughs) They do not want that. I can tell you that. I can speak Um, for all kids. (laughs) All kids. Do not just basic thing. Do not choose your new route over your kids. I cannot tell you how many times I have heard where people will be like. I actually have no tolerance for this. Oh, no. To me, this is like, this is deal breaker. Deal breaker. I could not even be friends with you if you did this. No, no, If you go, and in the most extreme case I've heard of, is a friend's ex who chose to have Christmas with their new partner mm. and that partner's family over their own children. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, mate, you're dead to me. My uh, One of my beautiful daughters has um, a friend and she, she's one of three girls. They're all beautiful, you know, young, whatever. I don't mean physically beautiful. I just mean beautiful people. The you mean you love them to pieces. Yeah, I really like yeah. them. The mum's lovely. They're very wealthy. He He wrote an app that took off. So really, really rich and he comes down on Christmas morning I think three years ago and they're all sitting there and he goes, I think one of them had said something like, oh, you decided to get out of bed, did you? You know, as teenagers I want to do. Mm. And he said, I don't need this bullshit. Left, left, flew to England, first class, just went to the airport, got on a plane, had a whole other family over there. Wow. But those kids... Felt like we ruined Christmas. Yeah, of course. But actually what he was doing was I want to go and see the other one. Yeah, I don't want to be right. here. It had nothing to do with those and poor worse, kids. And then gaslight those kids and go, well, if you hadn't have been like that, yeah. I wouldn't have got. No, mate, you've got dickful thinking. Yes, you and have. And you want to go for a route in London and yep. you made these children feel like shit. And his, his ex-wife has married the most divine tradie who's nothing yes. like him and... I love it. I love every bit of oh, it. Oh, I love him. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. even know who you're talking no, about. I but love him yeah, already. He's just a down-to-earth person. I think you just got to remember it's a very basic rule that all children think they are the centre of the universe. Yes. So if mum's upset, yeah. they did something wrong. Yeah. If dad doesn't show up for the access visit, oh. they did something wrong. Yep. If someone promises to take you to the royal show and then they back out, they've been naughty. Look, if my parents, you know, my beautiful dad's passed away, but if they said... Got walked into my house on Christmas Day and said, oh, you're up to your old antics and left, yeah. I would be shattered. Oh, can you imagine? And I'm an adult. But can you imagine if they said, oh, actually, um, I've got a new girlfriend, I'd oh. rather have Christmas oh, with her? I, I can't imagine. My um, ex-sister-in-law has been separated and remarried for years and years and years but never does Christmas with her new her new partner because she's yeah. like, no, I, I want to 
I want my kids to be with the cousins they grew up with. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I back that. Yeah, totally. One day of the year. Totally. No sex is that good. Yeah. And if you're the missus or the, I hate that term, the girlfriend yeah. who's accepting this or the boyfriend, what mm. are you doing? And Do you want to be with someone like that? Try and integrate. Like one of yeah. our, someone that I dated that you also know that mm. I remain friends with, mm. they have Christmas Day with their child and the child's ex and his new wife. Yeah. And... The ex-in-laws and the mm. like, they all get along basically. Yeah. And I'm, again, I'm I know. Stressed. I know not everyone can do I that. I know. But they, they do it that way. Yeah, and if you can do it and if you can suck it up because here's the big thing, Christmas isn't about you. Now, I'm not yeah, telling right. you to be with someone who's been horrendous no. or any of that. But if you can suck it up for a couple of hours, the kids would really like it. And if it's your Christmas mm. for the people who alternate, yeah. don't choose your new fucking girlfriend. No, don't. And I hope he's listening. He won't be, but anyway. <laughs> Um, and our last segment, WTAF. What the actual fuck is going on with modern dating terminology? I don't know, but um, people think that I'm ridiculous. <laughs> Do you know it's what? everything in my body not to Google them. Comedy has no shame. <laughs> Like the first thing you learn when you do anything comedic is that the court jester is there to be mocked, right? Yes. So it's all good. And you know what? I reckon most people listening going, I don't know what that yeah, is Yeah, I think so, yeah. Like for real. Definitely. Like I have to research it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So our term for this week, lovely Kate, is yep. in, and again, we're talking modern dating parlance. If you yep. see this somewhere on yes, like a dating discussion, you might see it on an app, you might hear it in conversation. It is called benching. Now, what do you think benching is? Well. Not your front and back veranda. That was last episode. <laughs> that got a lot of attention. I have it? got uh, some nice benches on my veranda. <laughs> Mate, you've got a fully landscaped bloody patio. I do. Um, so benching, benching, dating context. Well, I mean, it reminds me of the gym. Like how much do you bench? So Ooh, is it. the last time <laughs> you've been in a gym? <laughs> Been in a gym. <laughs> I've delivered cupcakes to a gym. Think of it more in terms of like the sporting, not just gym, but like what happens when your kid gets oh, benched. Oh, when at you're softball. benched, you're not playing anymore. You put yourself on the bench. Why would you be on a dating app? Um, maybe so, you're the coach. Maybe I'm the coach. Oh, so when I'm going to date somebody, and then I'm like, I don't like. It. I don't like you anymore, but I like you enough to keep you on the team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the harshest possible interpretation, but you, you're quite right. Okay. It basically means, which happens, like particularly if you're doing online dating, let's yeah. say you, you've got, you're messaging with two or three people. Yeah. Possibly. Yep. You might even be messaging with 20 or 30 people. Yep. I don't know. It depends your dedication <laughs> level. I haven't got that kind of time. But benching refers to... Okay, I've been having good bants with someone. I might have even been on a date, but someone else has piqued my interest. Ah. So then you start, even unconsciously, maybe you reply a bit less. Ah, the star player's back from injury. The star player, or there's a new player on the new team player. and you're keen to explore. Ah. Well, so that... what, what do you think about it as a, as a practice? Well, obviously it's mean, but I think it's human nature. Yeah. I think we bench friends all the time. We, yeah. you know, probably sometimes bench our children. Yeah, we you know. get benched. Yeah, we definitely get benched. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's better than what I thought it might be, which is when you like having sex with someone a lot heavier than you. So, um, 
<laughs> you feel, filthy mole, seriously. God, you're How hilarious. much do you bench? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Are you going to be able to flip me over? Yes. I need to know. Maybe that should be the question in the dating profile. How much do you bench? This is my current weight. <laughs> I remember years ago. I went to the movies with two of my great friends and we watched one of the Fifty Shades of Grey. So I don't know which one it was. Of course and you did. And he's like, she's on the bed and got something between her legs and he just flips her over with one hand. I burst out laughing in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's looking at me, shh. I'm like, what the fuck? You'd have to be superhuman. <laughs> I do the same when I see in movies like couples having sex up against the wall. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> How long are you going to be able to hold me up against oh. the wall for? And when they're having sex and he just like lifts her and then yeah. carries her along, I'm like, that's slipping out. That, that is, is magic mic territory. Yep, yep. Anyway, sorry. Look, I I I wondered if you'd say it was mean. I'm going to push back on that. Yeah. Because I don't think it's mean. I think it's part of the game. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. if you let's say you're messaging a few people, mm. particularly if you haven't met. Oh yeah. And then someone, you know, enters you yep. in, enters your field yep. <laughs> and they're really great and you have a really good connection yeah. you go oh this is like really working I think it's kind of fair enough I think it happens in life it happens in life you know, you're out for dinner even with context. friends yeah. you're like oh actually I'm a bit more interested in what's going on diagonally to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nellie won't shut up yeah, about I'm gonna bench thing. her and <laughs> I'm benching her so so I can see how it could be received and it could be very confusing yeah like if you've had you know, lots of bants and then all of a sudden yeah. you don't know you've been benched. You don't you just tell like, people, do you? Oh, well, I wouldn't, no. And say so you've been benched, babe. But maybe that's even worse though because then you're sitting there going, what has happened But then here? if they come back in and they bring you off the bench, yeah. I think you'd be slightly distrusting <laughs> know, of them. So. I know, But I think it's actually a fair term. I think, yep. And I, look, it's not being sacked from the team. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I like, do. You you're been... just on the bench. Yeah. You've been taken down to second division for no the No one's notified the Herald Sun that yeah, there's yeah. A, like a nice scandal. <laughs> but you're just not, you're not, at, you're not Buddy Franklin at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yep. know what I mean? Yep, so yep. that's benching. Yep. And I think, I don't know, for me, I reckon it depends how you handle it. Like don't mm. be a dick about it. Yeah. Don't ghost someone. Yep. And then try and bring him back. Yep. But I do think it's like natural human nature yes, to probably. kind of go, oh, actually, I'm kind of distracted with this person. Oh, and you're not person. You're not committed to this person. No. You're just having little bits of chats. I reckon some listeners will have a different view, though. Yeah, I reckon too. Because it's not nice to be on the other end of really that. Really not nice. Yeah, and you, especially when you don't know what's going on. You're like, weren't we just talking? Yeah. And now and you've now taken three days to reply? Yeah, well, that's a big sign. I think if I got benched, I'd probably just say, no, sorry, I'm not playing on the team anymore. Let me tell you, Dale, after a few months of dating, your standards will lower <laughs> and you'll be thrilled to be back in the jersey. Oh, yes. I did see someone the other day say, well, it might have been you, they're all the same lesbians <laughs> on every app. I know, that was a friend of mine. That was a friend. She's like, oh, I tried another one. And I'm like, this is the same people. I'm like, geez, these are some rich lesbians that can afford all these apps. Yeah, well, that's a good thing, I suppose. Tick. <laughs> my work boys, one of them, I had to pop into work this morning and he was said, look who I matched with. And it was like someone who owned the warehouse's daughter or whatever. And, uh, you know, he said. Owned it's just, the daughter. Owned the, owned the warehouse, his daughter. Right, yeah, right. No, you don't own women. No. Or men. Um. 
but he's like, it's just so tricky finding people that you don't have any connections with. Or, and you'd think oh, there's so sure. many single people, but no. Oh, you want to be in the youngins LGBTIQ+. Plus? Yes, of course. I Small watched, pool. You know, one of my favourite shows I've discussed before, First Dates. Yes, yes. And there was this, oh, my God, absolutely divine, beautiful couple, sort of early 30s, two amazing-looking women. Mm. And the first thing they said was, I was so hoping I hadn't met you. <laughs> You know, Sydney lesbians can't be that many. No, no. And then they're like, after we're going to go through our phone and work out who's friends, knows who and who's hooked up with who. Yeah. Well, that's benching. And if you get benched, not nice, but try not to take it personally, I'd say, because sometimes you just click with someone. Also, you might really click in text. And, and then, then meet up. In real life, so All true. people have got a lot of balls on text. Yes. Me included. <laughs> Someone in front of you, whole different scenario. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Very true. Okay, there we go. We know what benching is. Make sure you tell people to listen. Please tell people to listen. Rate, review, do all yep. that shit. Yep. Oh, yep. We're over it. Message us, send us your voice messages and yep. we will play them. And we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. We would like to thank our producer, Joshua Jones, who has to listen to all this and then edit it. Well, and also you're his mum. I'm his mum. I born him out of my vagina. Oh, my God. So he has oh, to, he has to hear vagina. Vagina, yeah. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. We'd also like to acknowledge the wonderful Casey Bonetto, mm. who not only wrote our jingle. Which but is fantastic. It, played it. It's did incredible. Everything. We are so grateful to Casey Bonetto and for our artwork. Kat McInnes. Kat McInnes. It's the most stunning artwork ever. Oh. She has also done all of Nellie's books, if you've ever yep. read them. She's an incredible illustrator who actually lives quite near to me. She's the best. Yep, she is the best. Check out the rest. Yep. And, of course, last but not least, the wonderful Faye Younger, who basically just holds our shit together. Yeah, she does. Yeah. yeah. Producer credit. Thank yep. you very much, yep. Faye. Yep. And if you love our Insta, it's all down to her. Thanks, Faye. Bye. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nellie and Kate, gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhilarated, free and adventurous. Nelly and Kate will invest in.